0: With a look back over the weekend sport action, this is Full Time on
1: KCLR. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in to full time on this bank holiday Monday. How are you all doing? Did you enjoy your weekend? Because I know we certainly did. It's been absolutely fabulous weather, hopefully, that you have enjoyed it. My many thanks to Amy and all her hard work over the last three hours. Although she did push me in here very quickly. I'm not used to the deaths being over so quick indeed. But we have a lot coming up on the show later on for you. But uh, we will have Willie Quinn as well. I was hoping to have him on the telephone line first, but that's not going to happen. So what I am going to do is we're going to try and see if I can find a bit of post-match interview because Brendan Hennessy sent it on to me yesterday evening. Uh, and that was after Carlo's fantastic victory over Longford in round three of the Talton Cup against against Longford. Yes, it was indeed in Leishoyer or Park yesterday and he caught up with Johnny Fury after the game. And I'm going to play this little bit of post-match interview and then I'm going to try and get Willie Quinlan on the telephone and we'll go into in-depth analysis of the game. So, here's what Johnny had to say to Brendan. Johnny Fury, well done. That was uh, probably as good a football performance
2: as I've seen from Carl in quite a while. The word character has been used many times, but uh, you were instrumental in that. Brought off a brilliant save at a vital time. But as the last line of defence, how does it feel to be going over Leash with two points in the bag in the Talton Cup?
3: Oh, it's absolutely brilliant, Brendan. You know, um, you mentioned character. It was a word that we used all week in training the last two weeks. Do you know, and we really kind of showed it there today. We dug deep, fell behind. Do you know, and we did. We dug deep and we used the line as well. The squad is brilliant, you know.
2: How warm was it down there, Johnny? we were looking from the stand. It was cool up on the stand, but it was it warm on pitch level?
3: It was, it was very hot now and it was very little breeze and it was very humid, you know, so it was tough going. Not too bad for me, Brendan, but I'd say the boys were the boys really emptied the tank there today.
2: As a newcomer to the Carla senior panel over the last number of months, you really must be looking forward to a home quarter final in Netwatch Cullen Park. As I for one thing the place will be packed next weekend.
3: Yeah, absolutely buzzing Brennan with us. We came here to do a job and we done it. We got our home home game next week so hopefully we'll be a savage crowd up for it and good weather you know summer ground suits us down to the down to the ground as well so yeah really looking forward to it now
2: and as Carla goalkeeper Johnny what pleased you most today with, with the win and I, mean, I know the win obviously pleased everybody from Carla, but for a man like yourself playing and holding on to the number one shirt know, what was your happiest moment there what were you most happy about
3: uh, probably redeeming myself a bit Brendan I kicked two bad ones out over the line a tree actually but uh, you know I made a good save probably at a vital time and that was good for myself but just for the team, just the character we saw today, you know, we really dug deep and same as the hurlers last week. You know, it's just there's great buzz around the town now about Carlo, you know, so let's excellent, weren't they? Absolutely fantastic. Do you know, it was class great to see Carlo, them colours up in Craw Park and hopefully look, we'll keep the ball rolling, get a win next week and a win after that then and hopefully we'll be in Craw Park as well. Okay,
2: well listen, thanks for having me. I won't delay if we get the dinner, Johnny. You deserve two dinners today, but well done and great to have your brother playing in front of you at centre back as well. You better give Mark a mention.
3: Yeah, he did three sets
2: of brothers on this team.
3: Three brothers, yeah. Um, no, Mark had a great game. He was kind of struggling a bit during the week there, He'd be a, bit, a bit under the weather. But you know, he pulled up trumps and emptied the tank as well.
2: Okay, well, listen, well done. Congratulations on your personal performance. And regards to all the family, they'll all be proud of you tonight. We'll see you in that much colour
1: park next weekend. Cheers. Thanks very much, Brendan. And well, Johnny, thank you. That was Johnny Fury having a chat there with Brendan Hennessy after the game yesterday. Right, it's time that we move to the telephone lines and I'm joined on the phone as always by the great man himself from County Carlo, and that is Willie Quinlan who was on co-coms with Brendan Hennessy at the weekend. Willie, how are you on this bank holiday Monday? I uh,
4: sure couldn't be better Martin, I suppose after the week we're having with our hurlers on there. Our footballers yesterday has just been an incredible week. GGA ways for Carlo
1: Hasn't it just? And I mean, even the weather is so good, everything c- couldn't be going any better within the county of Carlow at the minute. But you were in or Moore Park yesterday. It was Carlow versus Longford. And I suppose it was a part of a double header that was up there. The result of the first game with Wicklow beating Limerick might have gave Carlow that bit of an impotence to go and get a result against Longford, knowing that a win was certainly going to give him a home draw in the preliminary quarterfinals. And to be fair, I was listening to yourself and Brendan here in the studio. Carlo played fantastically, Willie. Really.
4: Yeah, really, really well. And the one thing that sticks in my mind after the last league game, and, uh, you know, we spoke to Nile Carew and the big thing he said, that we were a top-of-the-ground we're, we're top team. We uh, were very fast, very pacey, carried the ball really well. And it's going to suit us when we uh, come into the summer, and that that really is after showing up in the last couple of games. I know we had a bad game against against Limerick in Netwatch Pudding Park, but great win in in Auckland. And yesterday, I suppose after Wicklow beating Limerick, no one probably gave them a chance after, because Limerick seemed to be absolutely flying, their top of the group. But uh, second game came up, and probably lots of people, probably within the camp, that felt to have a had a great chance. I spoke to. Uh, Ross Dunphy and Jordan Morrissey uh, last week and they felt they had a big, big chance uh, felt that that Whitlow game against Longford that Whitlow were kind of down after the match after losing and felt they were out of the competition and uh, exactly what they said was true. truth I mean we were 2-5 two five, two five 9 up at half time and uh, missed a couple of chances goals we held Longford that didn't have any chances I don't think in the first, first half I heard Johnny Fury's interview there and he did make a great save in the second half really had a vital time and it just gave everyone you know that bit of confidence but you could see they're playing with confidence, they moved the ball really, really well. Again, the runs from Mikey Bambrick, you know, coming from full back to centre back and this, the one that he got all the way up the field, right up through the middle his power and pace, slotted under the goalkeeper and that really set the tone and um, even though in the second half we went down losing by three points and the fought back uh, a couple of frees that Ross Dunphy engineered and uh, Dara Foley popped him over the bar, three in a row, got them back level. And uh, even emptying the bench, John Dunn came on, Eric Malloy came on, um, Liam Brennan came on, Finnbar Kavanagh came on, uh, Aaron Amman came on and, and scored a, a point. He carried the ball, it must have been 50, 60 yards, and done the right thing. He fisted it over the bar, and that kind of killed the game off. Shawnee um, Bamberg didn't start, and we thought he was going to be a huge loss, but Josh Moore actually filled in superbly, I mean, the power and pace that he has. It's just, it's a running team, and the, uh, the, the conditions yesterday and and the, week, the previous week against uh, uh, Wicklow really suited because Longford just couldn't cope with the pace all over the field and uh, really deserved a win for Carlo.
1: Willie, if you can bear with me one second because the outbreak has come up fairly quick on me so I'm going to take the quick outbreak. If you hold the line there for me we'll be right back and we'll dissect the first half even more and Carlo's the rest of their performance against Longford in the Talton Cup. If that's okay with yourself...
4: Yeah, no but uh, Martin no, awesome.
1: Hassan. Perfect, good man. So, Willie is going to stay on the phone line. I have a quick ab to take. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, myself and Willie is going to be dissecting that game even further. So, hold tight, we'll be back in a jiffy. Full time on
0: KCL or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny.
5: The new Corolla Hybrid electric range is here. And the Corolla Cross SUV is the latest addition to the iconic family. Spacious and beautifully designed, it's perfect for growing families everywhere. With exceptional electric drive time across the range, including the famous saloon and no plugging in, the next generation is ready to take over. Order today for July delivery at your local dealer. Toyota, built for a better world. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Join us for our wedding showcase at Hotel Kilkenny on Sunday the 18th of June from 2 to 5pm. Come and view our newly refurbished bar and wedding arrivals area. Our showcase is strictly by appointment only. Check out HotelKilkenny.ie to book your appointment. The Hotel Kilkenny Wedding Team look forward to welcoming you. McDonough
4: Junction, shopping centre.
0: Visit McDonough Junction Shopping Centre, the home of great shopping in the southeast, with over 30 top brands, including TK Maxx, Lifestyle Sports, River Island, and H&M. plus a delicious range of cafes and restaurants to choose from. Make it your number one shopping destination this summer.
1: McDonough Junction Shopping Centre.
0: In preparation for opening, Kilkenny Nursing Home Recruitment Open Days will take place in the Kilkenny Ormond Hotel Wednesday and Thursday, June 7th and 8th. Call in for a chat from 9.30am. Positions available for all staff types. See molamhealthcarecom forward slash careers for more information. Your Monday Night Sports Show. Full time on KCLR with Martin
1: Coulty. Yes, welcome back to this special of Full time here with myself on this bank holiday Monday. And Willie Quinlan is still on the phone line with myself. And we're going to dissect that first half even further right now of Carlo's victory over Longford in yesterday's round three of the Talton Cup. Willie, I suppose both teams... Uh it's Leinster, they may have played one another before in Division 4 a couple of years ago, etc. They know one another fairly well. And the first few minutes was tentative enough, I suppose. it was a bit of shadow boxing between the two, if you'd like to call it that. It took eight minutes for the first score of the game to come. And it was Colum Holton that got the opening point of the game. So um, what was the, was both teams, were were they nervous, do you think, set up? Like that? they kind of counterbalanced one another out or... Uh, what way did the first eight minutes play out?
4: Yeah, it seemed to be very cagey and, and you're dead right. Both teams dropped uh, 14 at times, 15 behind the ball. Um, just looking at the stats here, like Longford only had one wide in the first half. Uh, carlo had six wides. So we were thinking, like uh, especially at half-time, if we can cut down the wides and cut down the frees because Longford were really dependent on Oren Kenny, he scored three three frees and Dylan Farrell who scored three. Uh, uh, four free, so that was seven scores coming from frees. So we were thinking, if they could, you know, cut down on the on the silly fouls, and they were giving away silly fouls, uh, la- lazy tackles, but in in key positions where they were scoring positions, and Carlo at, at the other end, we just didn't seem to be getting those frees. Um, I know it's very difficult to f- referees at the moment. The game has just played at such a pace; it's very difficult to, to say what's a free and what's not a free, but man in the middle done a, done a very good job overall, alright, at times you're looking, is, is he giving us a free and he's not giving them a free, but they're probably balanced out in the long run, but first first 10 minutes was very, very cagey and uh, then Colum Holton actually scored the first two points absolutely brilliant scores uh, you know, probably eight or nine players involved, cut through the middle, popped with the right foot over the bar, seemed, seemed like he was fouled at one stage and could have got a free, but he let the ball hop and Still caught it on the volley and popped it over the bar. Could have got a goal a couple of minutes later. Again, drove straight through the middle, the power and pace of him. He just couldn't be stopped. Shot a low shot to the bottom corner, just out to the left and wide. So we were we were creating chances. And we seemed to be really, really in control. Possibly most of the first half. Maybe maybe but Obviously, you're not going to control the whole game. Um, seven or eight minutes into the second half, you could see Longford were pushing on. They were They were dictating. And they, were, they got into control and, and got a couple of scores and did get ahead. But luckily enough, in the end, you know, we had the, the confidence and, and the, I suppose the football ability to slow down the game to the way that we wanted to play it and then attack them uh, with our pace when we did get the opening. And that's exactly what they've done. When they got the opening, they drove forward and they got... I mean, the scores came from all over the place. Darren Amman came in and got a score. Ross Tumphy got one point. Dara Foley got seven. Jamie Clark got a goal. Colm Holton got two points. Connor Crowley, that I haven't mentioned, was just unbelievable. He was incredible. The work rate all over the field. The game uh, was a draw. Longford were going up the field, and the the corner back uh, actually over, overplayed the ball, and Crowley just stepped in, took the ball, went through the man, two passes, and at the far end, it was gone over the bar, which put us back in the lead. Uh, so, for as, as regards you uh, know work rate as from from a team and the five subs. It's just incredible to watch. And uh, like I'm sure it was 21, 22 degrees over there, it was very, very warm. So very warm to play. in. So we we just seem to be on, you know, the right track. We've an incredible draw uh, against New York in a week's time at five o'clock next week in netwatch Cullen Park. So really, really looking forward to that, uh, Martin.
1: Yeah, we'll come to that one in a minute. But I suppose the last day that I was out with you in the National League, that we were watching the game against Ligo, Mikey Bambrick done something similar that he done last or yesterday I should say and was very unlucky that he didn't score a goal he did score a goal yesterday but mother of God he went through that Longford defence like a hot knife was going through butter he was unbelievable a little sidestep a jink and an unbelievable goal and that really did set Carlo up going in towards the 30th minute before Carlo got the penalty and as you say Carlo's work rate yesterday was really immense and it looked like that they were really up for the fight in this game even though knowing that potentially they may have still been true they wanted that second spot back Badly be the looks of it.
4: Yeah, they definitely wanted a home a home venue was what they wanted, and that's exactly what they got. I mean, after and after watching Mikey's goal about ten times um, on on social media. He, he got he got the ball or, around the middle of the field, took a tackle, he spun off a tackle, he sidestepped uh, Mickey. It was Mikey Quinn actually to call him. his with the call him Mickey, but even though it's Mikey, on am thing he went he went by him as if he was standing, went by a halfback um, in or well, Sullivan is his name, then he went by the cornerback, stepped inside the fullback, and he still had 25 metres to go, carried the ball to the keeper, and he just had the composure. He was dead centre in front of the goal and rolled it underneath the keeper. Like I, I've counted five times this year that Mikey has done, done that, both in Championship and in League, and hasn't come out with the right side of it. I'm just so happy for him because... He's he's such a powerful runner. He's he's able to get up and down the field. It, it, Shawnee Bambrick is the same. His brother he was injured yesterday, but Josh Moore filled in for him. And he was incredible as well. I mean, Johnny Fury's interview tell, tells it all. Brendan asked him, you know, how how, how does he feel after the game, and uh, especially making a great save at a, at a vital time. And he said, "I did, Brendan. I had to redeem myself." I gave away three three kickouts. He said I kicked him out, out over the line. He said, and uh, I'm very happy with the save. So you can see that players themselves they're putting themselves in in, in that sort of a category that yep. they know to make the mistakes and they're trying to recover for each other. Which is, you know, they're a great bunch of young lads and and it, it, it's young lads they are right. right oh, we talk about Dara Fa- are being the statesman, He's he's thirty two. Um, after that, you're looking at uh, we have a lot of young guys around. Kieran Moore probably at yes, thirty age. Johnny Fury is probably 26, but, you know, lots and lots. Shane Boogie is, is 19, 20, Shawnee is not too, not too old. Mark Fury is 26, Niall Hickey's is on his 22, Connor Dyle and Jordan Morrissey, who, who are two guys that are really making a name for themselves in the middle of the field. They're, they're starting to make a really good partnership. When one goes forward, one sits back, and um, they're covering for each other. They're up and down the field. The power and pace that they have is is incredible as well. So uh, for for a platform going forward, it, it looks really good if we can stay building and bring through our underage and um, maybe we can go somewhere with, with, with this team and if we can keep adding to it, um, the only way is up, Martin.
1: Yeah, well it certainly is. You mentioned one player there and I have a piece of post-match coming up after our interview here as well and that was Dara Foley, an unbelievable footballer and he managed to become Carlo's all-time top scorer in football as well with over 400 points I think he got 6 yesterday if I'm not mistaken but he broke that record in the 39th minute when he slotted over a free and he took that mantle away from another Carlo great which was Brendan Hayden but what an unbelievable achievement we know Marty Cavanagh done it for the Carlo hurlers a couple of weeks ago um, and he's now Carlo's top scorer Dara Foley is now the football end of things he's the top scorer as well but what an unbelievable talent that he is.
4: Yeah, and he's such an inspiration to to each and every player. I mean, uh, from what I hear, the the younger guys, he speaks to them during the week in training. He makes them work hard. uh, But I may get this right now because I have him down for eight points. But the point that he scored, Martin, from underneath the stand from play was incredible. And you could see it last night on the the Sunday game. He got the ball onto his right foot and turned. He, He was more than... So five or six yards in from the sideline, underneath the stand, and I I, look, I followed it all the way, and it actually just went over the black spot. I mean, it was just incredible against the wind. He he scored seven frees and and one from play, but he's just an inspiration to to any inter county footballer, any young guy that wants to play for their county. You know, he's he's the man to follow. He's he's the. I suppose with all the experience he has, and you can see lads feed off him. Lads are trying to get the ball into him, but he he doesn't only stand around and take freeze. He works walks so hard like the rest of them. It's a it's great to watch, and it's great it's great for the management that have put. You know, all their trust in this team and they're, they really, uh, getting, getting the rewards there yesterday and, and, you know, the rewards next weekend for a preliminary quarterfinal match.
1: And potential more rewards coming that way because of all the draws <laughs> that was made. New York is probably not a bad draw for Carlos and especially when it is at home and you're dead right. It is fixed for 5pm on Saturday evening in Netwatch Cullen Park. So I suppose preliminary quarterfinals, we know the teams are already in the quarterfinals as well, Willie. Can Carlo make it into the quarterfinals proper, and you never know. Take it one step further and even get to the Talton Cup final because, by the looks of things, this team has the the power and the capabilities of doing that.
4: Well, I definitely would take one game at a time, and I wouldn't, you know, underestimate uh, New York by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard went over there the first round of the championship, and New York got their their first ever win in the in the championship. Ended up going to penalties, went to extra time and penalties, and they won it on. With possibly, obviously, the a New York player—the last kick of the game because he 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 won it uh, for New York—and they'll be looking at or A Division Four team didn't get over this year; still a Division Four team. Why why can't they come to Carlo and beat them? So I wouldn't underestimate any any team. You know it, that that's after winning a game in the in the championship. And Carlo I'm sure that Niall Cruz and and those players will definitely they won't underestimate. But you're right, probably. And no disrespect to New York, but probably. A, a most favorable draw that, that Carol after getting but it's, it's going to be fantastic next weekend I know Carol never played uh, in New York in the championship myself and Brendan obviously our first time to uh, to commentate on on such a game so hopefully it'll be a fantastic day and an, another win for Carlow but certainly wouldn't take it or underestimate anybody in the Talchin Cup because anyone that's in it now after Westmead last year they're looking to win it because the rewards are next year they end up playing in the uh, for the Sam McGuire so uh, definitely won't underestimate them but they're definitely capable of winning that game next
1: Saturday Yeah well let's keep the fingers crossed this. the good couple of weekends will roll on and they will even get better again for the senior footballers making their way hopefully into the quarter final but as you say New York stand in their way that game as we said it has a 5pm throw-in on Saturday and it will be live with ourselves here on KCLR Willie as always many thanks for joining me I know it's a bank holiday and lots of people have better things to be doing but your insightful knowledge is always uh, appreciated here with ourselves on the show and we know that you're a passionate Carlo man and let's hope that the passion can run free on Saturday evening with yourself and Brendan Hennessy and we can look forward to a Talton Cup quarterfinal with the boys and Niall Carew and the rest of the management team
4: Hopefully, Martin, and hopefully the following week that the hurlers can come through as well. Looking forward to that weekend, Carlow versus Dublin in Networks, what's Park, you know. And and we need the support. The footballers and the hurlers need big, big support in the next two weeks. I know everybody's going to get behind him and looking forward to the next two weeks, Martin.
1: Thank yeah, you. well, we're looking forward to him here as well. The hurlers we're going to come up on next week's show as well. But yeah, we, in the meantime, we wish both senior hurlers and the footballers the very best of luck. Footballers on force, as we say, this Saturday. So get out, get your tickets early for Netwatch, Colin Park, and get on and support the boys in their quest to get to the Talton Cup quarterfinal. Willie, thanks as always. I shall let you go and enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of the sunshine. And we'll be chatting to you again next Monday, hopefully. Thanks, Martin. Thank you. Thanks very much. Gentlemen, as always, that was Willie Quinlan there talking to us and dissecting Carlo's victory over Longford in yesterday's Tolton Cup Round 3 game. And that was a fantastic victory for the boys, which means that they now have that home advantage for the preliminary quarterfinal at the weekend. And we'll be giving you all the details of that later on. But as I said, Dara Foley's post-match interview with Brendan Hennessy will be coming up right after this short break.
0: Full time on KCL, or with thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at Lahard's, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny,
2: LahardSkoda.ie. Uh, Dara Foley, congratulations! That Carroll team showed great character under your leadership today, and on your own personal tally, well done. Because I do understand now that the record is officially broken. So congratulations on that, and well done on the win.
5: Uh, thanks very much, Brendan. Uh, yeah, great win. I um, suppose. We've known that in the group that there's been great, there's great character in it, and uh, it's just over the last two games or three games, it's great to see it come to fruition, and the lads are getting the rewards they deserve. You know, we, we knew all along that we were kind of a hard ground team, and waiting for the summer ball to come, and we're we're, we're putting the good use, and it's uh, yes, yeah, looking positive now, so onwards and upwards. Just had Tom, he mentioned to me earlier on, just
2: as you said, we were top of the ground team, but they got a bit of a good run on you at the start of the second half, but you showed great character in walking the ball back down the field, getting back into the game, taking the lead and never surrendered?
5: Yeah, we supposed we spoke about half-time that we wanted to stay on top and uh, control the game and... Couple of We, we kind of had a couple of chances to, to finish it off But uh, we, we didn't take them And then they got back into it With a goal from a turnover So it's, uh, we showed great character As you said To, to, to get back in control And tip, the, tip a few scores over And then to finish it off the way we did It was great And I suppose we always knew that We have legs coming in off the bench as well Like the lads are they're adding serious pace there And you know Aaron Ammon comes on again Right place, right time Runs from our 1-21 yard line and gets a, a vital score to puts two up. So, yeah, not all good. All good. You
2: got a great point at the end. I know it was one of the lot because you finished with nineteen in total. Carol, was a uh, great ball from play, great point from play because you had to splash a few Great frees right throughout the game. I know it's not about you, but I'm just complimenting on the score because they were playing fairly well at the time.
5: Ah, yes, yeah, was Shane gave it to me, and it was I've played a few times here in Portlaoise, and <laughs> that that bottom end goal is kind of a, is a sweet spot for a right foot, right sided kicker. So it's uh, when Shane passed the ball, it was me. I said, I "Might as well have a go." And and uh, I suppose if we didn't go over that probably would have been cursing me but uh, thankfully it went over anyway and uh, so we, we go again yeah,
2: Great day for you Darren Great day for your club Great day for your family because you broke the record I know Marty Cavanagh did it a few months ago and uh, Hurling is an exceptional man for Carl I know you've broken a Carlton Legend's record and Brendan Hayden senior so well done I think you needed two today and you, I think you ended up at six or seven but the two will do you, you can't, I think your point today was 399 then it was 400 so I think that was the record gone correct?
5: Uh, I'm not, yeah I suppose there's well, I've sent a thing from a guy up in Froman and he said I broke like, two games of so orders. It's caused a bit of controversy. So, so. there's a little of different for me. So I'm, I'm going by chair. I am. We go by chair. Uh, well, I go by the other leg like, because he's giving me a few more points. <laughs> but uh, I know it's 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 a nice record to have, and I suppose it, it suppose it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to my club. You know, we're a small crossroads club, and it's. Uh, uh, very proud to have broken it but it's, uh, it, that's only a personal thing and it's, it's all about getting the win and, and, and progressing Carroll football and in fairness to the lads everyone's putting their shoulder to bail and hopefully we continue to do it
2: Quarter final next weekend. Netwatch watch Cullen Park. Very important. Having to jump into the car and drive the length and breadth of the country, so it's home. There'll be plenty of support, and I'm sure you're
5: looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, it's a game on game now, and it's it's exciting, and it's summer football, and it's what you want. And yeah, hopefully we have a big crowd out now next Saturday evening, and uh, we, we 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 stay going. Uh, my wife now is is nearly juiced so uh, every day she's counting it down. She's looking at the calendar. so thought uh, we, we, we'll stay going as long as going we can. Anyway, <laughs> tell her to hang on and listen before I do. Let
2: you go last week it was a magnificent week as the football captain I'm sure you really enjoyed the uh,
5: exploits of the Carlos senior Hurling team in Crow Park aye, aye, um, on behalf of all the lads here we want to pass on our congratulations to the Hurling team it was an uh, unbelievable display in Crow Park and it's 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 unbelievable to see it and it's inspirational to see a Carlin man walking up the steps there at Hogan stand and, and lifting a trophy and uh, it's something that we, we aspire to do here in the football and hopefully over the next 18 months, two years, we'll be up there and we'll be so giving McCarlo football or something really cheerable. Well, but this year you could win the Talton Cup. You're tired about things are going. Well, that, that's that's within this 18 months, so anyway, that is a target. We're taking the game by game, so hopefully, Co-Park's the AM, so hopefully, we, uh, we'll be there. Okay, from an easy Carlo
2: dressing room, that was Dara Foley, the captain, on his record on a fantastic win for Carlo in Port
1: against Longford, winning by two points.
5: Thanks,
1: ben. Yeah, congratulations to Q and Foley. They are on. Breaking the record that was held by Brendan Hayden and what a fantastic player that he is. Right, we have some more post-match reaction coming up before Anya Farrell is going to be joining me in studio a little bit later on to discuss Kilkenny's fantastic victory over Cork as well at the weekend in the Dimplex Intermediate All-Ireland Series. But Brendan Hennessy, who was busy yesterday, I can tell you that much, managed to catch up with a very happy Niall Carew after yesterday's game in Portlaoise. And here's what Niall had to say after Carlo's fantastic victory. Yeah yeah. Niall,
2: well done um, You told me I don't know which match It was after But you said If the fine weather comes in You're a top of the ground team But not only a top of the ground team From what I've seen today i think seen great character there today You believed in these lads A lot of people in Carla Did believe People outside Didn't give them a chance But uh, I think that was probably The best performance Under Nile Caroo Since you came into this job
6: yeah, no, there's no doubt There was a lot thrown at us But I, I felt we were in full control At that game From start to finish There might have been a period About maybe seven minutes In the second half When I felt That we probably should have kicked on We went three up And we had opportunities To go four, five, six up And uh, just the final pass Let us down Probably forced a little bit But generally um, I, I was very happy with the lads um, Put in a big performance uh, Did the right things Most of the time So, yeah Look, I'm delighted with them But we were very confident Coming down here Brendan, um, to be honest with you, and I'm delighted for them. That's two championship wins, um, and we're not finished yet. One well, quarter final now, next weekend? Yeah, pre quarter final against um, whoever I'd Wexford or New York. Um, and look, we'd be confident going in, but we know we have to perform as well. And these lads are just learning their trade at this stage, Brendan. And I suppose our job is to just keep coaching them the right way. Um, Not spectacular Uh, they're a good bunch of lads to have their feet in the ground and I I think they're going to get better uh, every game and every year I just think they're that sort of a bunch and we're sticking together for the last two years so that's a good sign also you weathered
2: a storm because I felt uh, I thought the referee had a great game but I felt he gave three or four very soft frees against you when you were in control at the start of the game Longford hit a purple patch at the start of the second half took the lead on a rare occasion in that game but your team showed great character you made your changes as you did against Wicklow they worked very very well I know the Limerick game wasn't the game but Limerick proved to be the best team to top the group but you're well in this now Niall and I think you'll agree with me on those two things that happened today the character you've shown and the few decisions that went against you now in fairness you got a few nice ones near the end
6: yourself Absolutely, yeah. And I suppose it's it's for us not to get frustrated with the referee. He probably had a decent enough game. Um but you kind of I suppose look, to probably balance each other out at the end freeze. Um, yeah, look, our, our lads are are still learning their trades, that's what I'd say about them. Um and I, I think you know we've played a, a way more experienced side in, in Longford uh, they're operating a division 3 for the last number of years um, so it's their two big wins for us Wicklow after getting promoted and now Longford that's our division 3 team as well albeit they might have got relegated this year um, but yeah look we we were joint top with Limerick they'll go ahead on the head to head but we finished on four points with Limerick um, so we deserve to be in the pre-quarter final we deserve the home draw and uh, yeah great support here again for us so um, no Oh, I, I I think this could be a long year for us I really do I, I think these lads are absolutely they're like sponges they really want to learn and uh, this will give them great confidence ok
2: and uh Shawnee didn't take part he's injured Shawnee but Mikey won a hell of a game got a great goal the penalty was dispatched brilliantly by Clarkey. he had other goal chances in the game didn't convert them and they're all things I suppose you'll work on in training during the week but overall I don't think you can have
6: any complaints can you? Ah no, these lads gave us absolutely everything and look again Conor Crowley up front uh, just a word in Dara Foley I think he's the all time yeah he broke the record today broke the record today and sure look that's that's an unbelievable achievement in fairness to him um, unbelievable captain but I don't like seeing that any players out you know you can go through the Connor Crowley's this world the Connor Dial's, Jordan Morrissey's and Colin Hulton and these ads, Kieran Moore and they, I can go through every one of them um, but I do believe the likes of the Mikey Bambrick's getting better and better I think Mikey only made one mistake today uh, and he was probably on cut so far 40-odd possessions. That's unbelievable. Hover some ground, doesn't he? Ah, yeah. Look, he's, he's a talented footballer and a, a lovely young fella to go with it. Um, we'll hope to have Shawnee back in the mix next week. Uh, we just didn't want to force him. Um, but, like, people didn't realise today Shane Boogie um, was sick leading into this game and so was Mark Fury. Um, and they just got through that game with pure character more than anything else. And Connor Dial was a doubt during the week as well. But, again, it was just pure character. And I think if I to sum up This group The word I would use Is character uh, You know The Clarks Three sets of Brothers Ben as well I mean that used to happen in the 80s but it doesn't happen these days um, so that's an unbelievable achievement as well but look you've you, you seen yourself Brendan there was no euphoria when we won that game after it was yeah with job done and that's all it was job done but these are good lads and I think there's good times ahead for this bunch of players and we just want to keep building on that to get a third championship win now next week no matter who it is Okay,
2: Can I ask you before I do let you go don't know where you were when the hurling was on last week in the Joe Macdonald but Carlow being Carlow the second smallest county people outside of Carlow don't ever give them a chance uh, a lot of people gave them chances of beating off of this cracking hurling team they the lads take a bit of an incentive for that I know you turn the corner and winning now in Wicklow but surely when the lads look at Croke Park and say if they can do that in the John Mack why can't we do it in the Talton Cup I'm sure you got a bit out of the hurlers to bring it to the table today for
6: the lads as well Ah, look, I was absolutely delighted for Tom Mulally. He's a gentleman and a super coach, and delighted for his management team. Um, I watched it on television and go to it. I hope you're listening to the radio. I, 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 I actually watched it in television, <laughs> um, but I did hear your comments after that were excellent. Um, but look, other than that, I, I'm delighted for Tom. He's a super, super guy, and um, delighted for Carl Harland. I've played Hurland in football myself, so I, I know exactly what it's like in, in the smaller counties when you're. I heard you weren't too bad, Kyle Dove, was it? Kyle Dove, yeah, ankle there yeah. <laughs> Uh, Car- we could never be Carlo either um, I just the Nile English is running through my head he gave me a few um, scutcheons in, in his day but um, no look I, I suppose um, that certainly did give us a lift there's no doubt certainly oh. give us a lift and I was delighted for them and it's great for the county
2: OK and before I do let you go you're praising the supporters of Casey Larger you were fantastic nice number of Carlow supporters yeah. there for the bank holiday again but yeah. home quarter final now next weekend in Carlo, and I'm sure you'll urge everybody to be there because the lads deserve the support as do the hurlers the following week so good
6: times ahead in Carlo hurling and football absolutely Brendan, and yeah look if I, everyone could come to that game it just gives it such a lift OK so well listen well done today. everyone's a late you and I know the great work and the hard
2: work you yeah, put in congratulations to you Dara the captain and on the panel well done thanks Brendan.
1: Oh man, well oh, yes, that was Neil Crew there speaking with our own Brendan Hennessy afterwards and that was done down on pitchside so you can actually hear the breeze in the background there as well even though the sun was shining and it was lovely there was still a bit of a breeze that was going in Port Leash yesterday but well done to all of the crew the players the management everyone Dara Foley and getting his record involved with Carlo footballers yesterday absolutely brilliant so well done to them all and we wish them the very best of luck on saturday as well the hurlers will be coming up in 2 weeks time that is on the 17th we think it's going to be pencil in for that date anyway as they take on dublin in their preliminary quarter final as well so lots to look forward to and of course we have the Leinster hurling final coming up on the 11th of July between Kilkenny and Galway so well done to everyone there I suppose congratulations to Cork and to Clare who took the under 20 All-Ireland and Minor All-Ireland finals over the weekend as well so well done to all of those right we are going to move on and we are going to change our tact a little bit and we are going to talk camogie end of things now Mrs. Anya Farrell is going to join me at this moment in time. Well, she can't because you're on guest mic too. Right, give me one sec now. I have to move this, madam. Uh Where are we? One, two, three, four, because... This is slightly different. One, two, right there we are now. And if I push that, you should be there now. Are you there?
7: I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: I can. How are you this
7: evening? I'm great, Martin. The weather is unbelievable. We had great results in the Camogie over the weekend, so we're all happy now, heading into next weekend's games. Certainly,
1: and you got a tan, so you must have been out I in I the weather tanya. as well.
7: Yeah, and it's all natural as well. I
1: can't beat <laughs> it. Come here to me. I suppose Kenny took on Cork at. The weekend, it was brilliant for the players to get the victory. It was the fourth time playing Mm -hmm. this year. We know what happened in the league final. It was a draw. It went to a replay. Cork won by eight points. Mm -hmm. But Kakeni has turned that around big time. They won the Intermediate Leinster Championship. They beat Dublin in the first round. And then they beat Cork in the second round and done it by eight points. Where has the turnaround come for these players in such a short period of time? Or has the belief just come back into him that has always been there and now they're starting to show it.
7: Do you know what? I think the Leinster campaign certainly, um, proved to pay dividends to this squad as well. Um, you know, I suppose coming off the back of winning a title and having, you know, a trophy at the end of the year, it's, you know, it's obviously going to give them a serious boost in morale there. And, you know, I suppose like for their forwards, they were really kind of like on form throughout the Leinster campaign, like raking up serious scores and, you know, to, to get a victory over Cork any day of the week is a hard task. And, you know, the, the These girls have really been through the mill with Cork. Cork have beaten them three times this year, but I suppose where it really mattered in the All-Ireland stages, Kilkenny got that victory over them. You can see that Kilkenny certainly learned the most from, I suppose, their three previous times playing Cork. You know, even the way they kind of set up the other day, like it was very evident in the league final that Lucy Allen really drifted so far forward in the league final and she was kind of less drift far forward but she, you know at the weekend there you had Jenny O'D and Roisin Fieden had to kind of come out of their position which meant that the other four backs really had to step it up and they followed their players, they manoeuvred them the whole way around the field so obviously you can see that was something that Seamus and maybe the lads had been working on in training knowing that that was going, because Lucy Allen played you know a massive role in the in the league final there but Kilkenny were just relentless in the way that they went about the game and you know told totally Cork to a point in the second half very very unlike Cork team was really. it 1 or 2
1: in the second and one, half and
7: they only scored 1 point in the second half it was, was, all? The, it was the first score they got They got the first was 2 score. was it 1-6 no. six to
1: 6 at half time and then it was 1-8 no, in it was the one second seven. half was it 1-7 yeah. I thought
7: it was 1-6 um, like you can see that when Kilkenny came out Cork got the first score but Kilkenny completely dominated after that and Ellen Gunner goal I think really started off Kilkenny
1: the revival and The substitutes it's really helped the team yeah. when they came on a bit like the Carlow footballers yesterday as well the subs that Kilkenny brought on on Saturday certainly bolstered up the team, mm-hmm. it didn't weaken As if anything no. it probably got a bit stronger by the end
7: Yeah and I suppose that's something that Kilkenny have been really showing throughout their um their campaign you know within the league and throughout the Leinster, ju- Leinster Championship, that the subs that are coming off the bench are just as strong, like they remind me of like, it was a Kevin McManaman when he was coming in for Dublin, Dublin footballer coming in, he's like the super yep. sub that's coming super in sub, yep. This is the way like, you know, Ellen Gunner is certainly proven to be that super sub when she comes in, like she's coming in, she maybe be taking, like she took over the from the freeze from Afton Grace there at the weekend Um, and she got that goal that really set them up and you know they're really contributing well to the game as well but I have to say like for me without a doubt Aoife Cantwell was by far Kilkenny's top performer at the weekend, her work rate was absolutely brilliant. She was up and down the field, and I think her game has really, really come on over the last couple of years. And you know, I certainly, I think you know, being involved with Jane Stevens last year and the way they got to an All Ireland final has certainly boosted her confidence as well. But she was absolutely extraordinary. You know, she didn't start in the league final um, for Kilkenny, but you know, she got her place back there for a Leinster final, and she's certainly keeping it. And you know, she she really was a massive addition to the squad there at the weekend.
1: Well, it certainly was two from two. Can't get much better for Kilkenny. They would have maybe been looking at Cork beating them potentially Mm. and getting second place in the group. Now they can go on and win the group.
7: Yeah, certainly. Like, I definitely think they can. I think, you know, that was probably going to, and it's no disrespect to any of the other teams that are in the group, but I think definitely the Cork Kilkenny game was going to be the game to see who was going to be top of the table um, and, you know, potentially. Put themselves into an all in a semi final, depending on what way the draws go. Um, and then they have Galway, so like you know, you know the Galway game this weekend is going to be a big one as well. But you'd have to see Kilkenny coming away with that.
1: Well, we're certainly looking forward to all that. But well done to everybody involved. They busy weekend for Camogie, and we will give details later on because you're going in now shortly mm-hmm. to do the podcast again, which will be out tomorrow evening. So lots coming up on that, and I take it we'll be hearing from Carlo manager Peter Chapclear as well on it this evening.
7: Yeah, can't wait. Um, Carlo certainly have had a really good result the first time around. And, you know, I think Carlo are going to be very, very surprising in this, um, intermediate championship. We've spoken about it that they have just got a fierce hunger about them this year and it's great to see Carla Kamogid so well again.
1: It certainly is. Right, I will let you get on then with the task of the podcast. I have another quick break to take. When we come back, we'll be hearing from Shem Kelly, the Kilkenny manager, potentially, depending on how long this ad break is going to be. If not, we'll have a sports roundup and you'll be able to hear Shem on the Come On Kind podcast during the week as well. But don't go anywhere for the time being. I'm going to be back after this quick break
0: full-time on KCL or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Laharts the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Laharts
1: Volkswagen.ie welcome back to full time with myself God time really is catching up with us we are approaching 5 to 7 here on this bank holiday Monday right we're going to run down through the sports roundup. first of all we're going to start with soccer and congratulations to our own Shane O'Keefe and Robbie uh, Dowling who were with Castle Warren Celtic yesterday and they won the Shawnee O'Connor Memorial Shield final beating Tullerone in the final 2-1 and Robbie getting the assist for Owen Wall to get the winning score they are so well done to everyone involved in Castle Warren Celtic the Junior Mark Lawler final will be played this Thursday evening coming at 7 o'clock in Derdimus with freebooters taking on Bridge United and that has a 7pm throw in in Camogie news well I suppose it's both GAA and Camogie the Puckfather finals jointly hosted by Kilkenny GE and Kilkenny Camogie will take place on Tuesday the 13th of June this year in Gorn Park Racecourse and Killian Fielan who won the Kilkenny one last year went on to become All-Ireland Puckfather champion in the Cooley Mountains so that's going to be interesting. You heard about Kilkenny's Intermediate game. They're travelling to Roy at the weekend to take on Galway at 3 o'clock, while Carlo will take on Derry in their game. Uh, Netwatch, Colin Park. it was supposed to be at 5pm, but now that the football game is on there, that may change. In athletics news, there was wins for Daniel Green, who won the under 12.600 metres. He won gold. Killian Croak from Kilkenny City Harriers took gold in the boys under 13.600 metres. Kyle Dunn and Alfie Shaloner. From Thomastown took gold in the under 1060 metres. Julia Daly and Kate Kelly from Kilkenny City Harriers took gold in the girls under 11600 metres. And Glenn Russell in his first Leinster appearance took silver with a new personal best in the boys under 12 high jump. In golf, Rory McIlroy had a disastrous last round in the Memorial Tournament in Ohio yesterday. He finished tied 7th. Uh, overall after carding a 75 in his final round Victor Hovland got the better of Denny McCarthy, they went to a playoff both of them finished on minus 7 with Hovland taking that and it's his 4th PGA Tour victory of the year, while the rest of the Irish field, Shane Lowry finished tied 16th on even power while Seamus Power finished on tied 41 with plus 4 Right, moving along then, coming up here very soon, we're going to have Shannon Redmond playing some very nice bank holiday Irish music over the last 40 years and that's coming up on full time and then later on in the building will be Tara Byrne she's stepping in for Owen Carey taking on the mantle from 8 to 10 o'clock and she's going to have some brilliant music on there while Martin Bridgman will be in with Keola Nooks from 10 to midnight to finish off the bank holiday weekend with ourselves here on KCLR and as usual Owen Carey will be back tomorrow night with a longer version he'll be in from 6 o'clock right that's it from myself thank you for joining me yesterday on Scoreline and this evening on Full Time hopefully you all had a very enjoyable bank holiday weekend and until next Monday take care and I'll chat to you then bye Full Time on
0: Or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at LaHarts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Le Hards Volkswagen.ie